0: Hey, hey, this is Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist, and I am so glad you're here at the We Nation podcast because I have two incredible artists that I can't wait for you to meet. You're going to have so much fun. And remember, you can always tune in to us at WeNationRadio.com where we provide you with the best in family friendly global beats for little feet. Now, my guests today are two artists that one one lives in houston texas and the other one you know what i know lives up in new jersey i think I, I you know what we'll have to find out but our guest today is none none other than amelia robinson and the one and only uncle jumbo let's welcome them to the uncle devin show welcome welcome uncle jumbo welcome amelia hey,
1: Uncle Devin.
0: uncle devin hello Yeah, you all, I am so glad that you all are here, and I can't wait for my audience to learn more about you. Let's, first of all, Amelia, I'm gonna start with you. Tell the audience a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and and I know I I missed the city that you're in. You could tell them where you live at as well.
2: Oh yeah, well maybe I'll start with that. I am from (laughs) Brooklyn, New York. Uh
0: (laughs) Brooklyn's in the house.
3: (laughs)
2: Very proud, born and raised here. I love it um my name is Amelia I my nickname is actually Mill uh so my band name is Mills Trills that's because when I was a little kid I have a younger brother and he could not say my full name so he shortened it to Mill and then when I got older and started writing songs uh, my friends just used to call them Mills Trills so that's kind of just stuck over the years that's easy that's easy okay
0: Mills Trills wonderful
2: and I've been I've been doing kids music for a Oh, we just celebrated actually my 10th anniversary this past year. Yeah. Ah,
0: Wonderful.
2: I've been doing music for a lot longer. I started, I started making music when I was three. So it's been a while.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. And happy belated birthday to you as well.
2: Thank you. Yes.
0: (laughs) And also, um, we have
4: Uncle Jumbo. Tell
0: the audience a little bit about who you are
4: and where you live and
0: about about your music career and and, and family music.
4: Hey, everybody. I'm Uncle Jumbo. Yeah, I'm in Houston, Texas. I have just crossed over a year of being in family music. And my name, Uncle Jumbo, my name is James. And my name, Uncle Jumbo, comes from my nieces, these little people they just know. They know what it is, but they used to call me Jumbo. And oh. so that stuck. That's always been there. Uh, I also started when I was three, I would be uh, in at my aunt's house in Louisiana right next door to us, especially during Mardi Gras time. And she would have Zydeco bands come play under the carport and I would be on stage with them dancing. And I had a little accordion. That's where I started my stage stuff. I've been writing songs since a teenager, but when I had my daughter, that really got me into making songs for the little folk and the family and everybody coming together and dancing and just loving it up, spreading the love. Uh, so
0: that's what I do. Okay, and then real quickly, I'm ask both of you all what do you like best about being a family music artist?
3: Um uh...
2: There's so many things. Um, I think the number one thing is connecting with other people of all ages to get different perspectives on the world. You know, I think um, kids have a lot to offer in terms of imagining another world, you know, and I think it's inspiring as an adult to kind of be in a place where I'm also constantly imagining another world and to live vicariously through kids and and just bring people together through music. There's so much joy. There's just an endless supply of joy and um, not only that, but meeting other musicians like Uncle Jumbo and making <laughs> the music together, you know, that's a really great part of it too, for me at least. Right.
4: It's beautiful. Yeah, now connection. Connection is the thing. And and these kids are so fearless and beautiful and imaginative and amazing. And it's so special to have times when the kids and their adults are both just really getting into the music. And because, you know, we go through the day-to-day as adults, and it can kind of get us in a place where we're stiff, we're not loose, we're not uh, expressing that little kid in us that we all still have. So it's really special, and it's special for the kids, too, to see the, the grown-ups unlock and make these memories together that they take on. Well, speaking of memories, you all have put together, or have come together to
0: put together a wonderful song called Put Your Mask On, uh, if, that, if that's the correct title. Um, how did you all come about uh, writing the song?
2: Well, actually, Put Your Mask On is a cover of another song that I wrote called Put Your Pants On. Uh, And that actually was a song off my third record called Ridiculous Nonsense. Um, And it was a song inspired. It was well, it's inspired by my nephews. So uh, but it was one of those moments that just like they were having a tough time and I was trying to get them to go outside and it was like in the magic of the moment, like using song to kind of infuse joy again, joy and Mm -hmm. um, make light of, of the moment. So it was just kind of like, come on guys, like put your pants on, put your pants on. Like I just did this funny accent. And then that song just happened in two seconds. And, and when I released that album, everybody loved it and it was just so much fun. Um, And so, you know, with the pandemic, with COVID Everybody all these fans I was getting these messages to that people were kind of just changing the lyrics themselves and they were like would you do a cover version of this like would you do another one and just like say put your mask on and um, and after a couple you know a couple requests I was like all right people want to hear this like I can't you know I can't ignore it but I, I'm so sick of making music alone. And I just met this really awesome artist, Uncle Jumbo. Like, what if I did a collaboration? So I reached out to James and was like, well, I guess the rest is history.
0: Yeah, Yeah, James, and how was it for you making the song?
4: It was beautiful. It was a a lot of fun. Uh, First listening to Put Your Pants On, you just see how silly and energetic and uh, just, just awesome that song is. And then to bring it to this place right now where we want to encourage people to take care of each other, you know, put your mask on. And what's really cool is my daughter, she's two, you know, and this can kind of be a little weird and uh, maybe a little intimidating to see people in masks, but it's not for her. She, she sings a song, put you, put you, put you, put you, you know, she sings that and she feels comfortable wearing her mask. She asks to wear it when we don't even need to be wearing a mask when we're at home in her room, but it just makes it uh, a comfortable thing. And so making the song, singing the song, dancing to the song, it's, it's all been a wonderful time. Well, you know,
0: and also um, you all have a, a dance that go along with this, which they can see. And we're going to post that on the We Nation Radio uh, Parent uh, For Parents page. Um, so once you finish this uh, show, go over to the For Parents page on We com, and uh, you can check that out. And we'll also have you all's, uh, um, websites on how people can purchase your music and everything but right now let's let them hear the song put your pants on uh by put your mask um, on. i mean put your mask on <laughs> that's right you already did put your pants on so let me start that over so now let's listen to the song of put your mask on by amelia robertson uh well by mills trills featuring uncle jumbo
1: Let's go. Ooh. 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 Put your mask on. Put your mask on. Put your, put your put your put your put your mask on. Put your mask on. Put your mask on. Put your put your put your put your, put your mask on. <laughs>
3: Take your ear and slip in Then you take the other ear and slip into. Then you shimmy, shimmy, wiggle, wiggle,
1: shimmy, 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 wiggle, wiggle, shimmy, 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 wiggle. Put your mask on, put your mask on, put your, put your, put your, put your mask on, put your mask on, put your mask on, put your, put your, put your, put your mask on. Protecting friends from all the germs spreading all over the place Why do we wear masks anyway when they cover up my smile Because we, we gotta make, make, keeping each other safe, something that, that we bring in style Oh, put your, your mask, mask on, put, put your mask on Put your, put your, put your, put your, put your mask on Put your mask on, put your, put your, put your, put your, put your mask on
3: not doing it. I noticed. I think we gotta go a little slower, Uncle Jumbo.
4: Well, let's slow it then, Mills. Put
3: your on.
0: But I'm sitting here dancing and I forgot to put my mic back on <laughs> I was dancing too <laughs> uh, <that's> not... <laughs> put your mask on that is so much fun and um you know I, I love the, the 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 music I mean the music quality and I guess amelia let me ask you uh do you do you play an instrument other than sing and and how much of the engineering did you do of this song?
2: yeah, well, my first instrument is piano, but since I over the years, I have picked up many, many instruments. One being the ukulele. Um, so the ukulele was kind of the main instrument on this song. It was just like vamping on this one chord. And then um, when we recorded the original, it was actually live. So it was me, a drummer, and uh, the producer, Dean Jones, uh, all in the same room together. He had he was playing that stylophone. That like oh, yeah. that's a that's a stylophone, which is this really yeah. cool instrument. Uh, if you want to look it up. Uh, And then we had this, like, drum concoction of, like, cowbells and gongs that that this drummer, Mm -hmm. Dean Dean Sharp, kind of put together. Um, But in a way, because we had done it live for Put Your Pants On, we couldn't just, like... put new vocals on top of it so we had to kind of start from scratch again but in a way that was a blessing because we got to kind of give it a little bit of a facelift and introduce a whole new bridge section that slow it down part is like totally brand new um so it kind of yeah and then of course uncle jumbo adding like so much to this song and changing the lyrics and yeah yeah that was
0: that was great and let me and, and and amelia if someone wants to reach you and check out your music what's the best way for them to do so
2: Probably through my website. All the information mm-hmm. is there. It's millstrills.com. So M-I-L-S-T-R-I-L-L-S dot com. A lot of people get the L's mixed up. Yeah, um, so. But yeah, there's like videos. And we're, we're, we're actually working on a music video for this song right now. Um, crowdsourcing. Mm-hmm. That that dance that you were talking about earlier. Um, Uncle yes. Jumbo made up this awesome choreography. And we're going to have some friends and fans and um, some designers. Black designers of these amazing masks that we're going to feature in the film. So, um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to when that, whenever that comes <laughs> out. <laughs>
0: right. And um, and what I'm going to do, uh, well, and Uncle Jumbo, you bring a certain energy. You have a certain energy and style. Uh, we, we had you with us for Kakuza Fest, mm-hmm. uh, and your energy level is just incredible. <laughs> Where Thank does that you. come from? And and you mentioned your, your nephews and nieces, I believe you mentioned – do they encourage
4: it a lot out of you as well? Oh yeah, definitely. We can't have a normal conversation without, you know, big shifts and dynamics and like loud and soft. <laughs> and that's just me. Somebody asked me the other day, where did you, did you name yourself uncle Jumbo because of your personality? And that is not the answer, but mm-hmm. I mean, what it comes down to and where this energy comes from, honestly is just being grateful and being happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I right. can't even come into America. I'm very happy to be here. That That's it right there. To make... Right. to make. That's why I started recording music in the first place is because just to be able to make... Like, this song didn't exist before. And that is an exciting thought to me. And then it goes from us. Uh, you know, we're speaking here, but dancing together with people. People dancing, you know, we're not even there. It's just... The whole thing is just wonderful to me. So... Right. And, and, right. It, and it doesn't get old. Every song is like that. Every every conversation about music, it's just like that. I'm just, I'm happy to be here.
0: Well, you know, um, Amelia, you were a very important part of KakuzaFest. Um, your drive, your organizational skills really helped us to put together Kakuza Fest. And for those who don't know, Kakuza Fest was a two-day festival that amplified Black uh, voices and family music uh and so and it was a coalition of a uh, collaboration of artists that got together to put this forward especially after the death of uh George Floyd um and there are so many people behind the scenes one of which is Amelia um and Amelia i before we play one of your songs um, what led you and what talk a little bit about your passion for social justice cuz you certainly um your energy and your determination is infectious um, talk a little bit about um, how you, you know, why why is it important for you to uh, take on the positions that you have uh, towards social justice?
2: Well, let me say I first was so incredibly inspired by Cuckooza Fest and, you know, I'm so in awe of every single person who put so much time and effort into making that happen. Um and being part of the collective of Family Music Forward itself is which is the collective behind a Fest that was working with We Nation to put this on. Um for me, you know, going back to that connection between people and um is so strong and and the community behind the scenes in kids music or family music that is creating this creating opportunities for, for representation, equitable representation in kids music is, is so important. And so I've always felt really strongly about that. Um, I'm really frustrated by that too. Um, and also, you know, part of my work going forwards is, is very much centered on, on helping kids understand the concept of like perspective and really kind of, um, empathy in terms of understanding someone else and how we all construct realities differently and how we have all different lived experiences, especially Black Americans um, and Black people over the world who who have been subject to so many levels of oppression and racism. and And it's just You know, music is a form, it's a form of activism in a certain way. And I think there's a lot we can do to to ensure that kids are seeing themselves, especially Black kids are seeing themselves in positions of power and strength and joy. And, you know, as much as I am able to contribute to that and create a world where every person feels valued and that they matter, especially Black kids, then I will... I'm all for that. It's really important.
0: Well, thank you for that. And, um, you know, you have some beautiful music that that kind of suggests and, and kind of, you know, stays within that, that realm. I mean, the music is so soulful, uh, one of which is uh, This Is My Body. Uh, talk a little bit about that song. What made you write that song and kind of set it up for us before we play it?
2: Yeah, This Is My Body. It's kind of goes back to... Um... That, that concept of like being an individual within a larger community, you know, like that we are all, we have our, we have our minds, we have our bodies and sometimes our minds tend to take over and create these stories and narratives. And um, when you break it down, we all have these vessels that carry our minds and carry our hearts and carry our feet. And, and it, just coming back to the power and the, the source of love in, in, for our bodies that I think can be easily taken away as we get older and, you know, become, you know, aware of other people around us and what we should or shouldn't be in these expectations. I think it's important just to come back to our body and understand, like, how strong it is and how beautiful it is and how different it is. And um, it's like a celebration of that that beauty.
0: All right. Well, we're going to listen to your song right now. This is Mills Trills this is my body
3: this is the body that was given to me this is my body this is my body i'm gonna love it so tenderly this is my body this is my body my body These are the legs that run wild and free This is my body Oh, I was made this way You, a bit differently It's not what's on the outside, but the inside that counts This is my mind This is my body. This is my body. This is the soul under my two feet. This is my body. Feel the beat. This is my heart, where the love runs deep. These are my arms, bringing you to me. This is us both drifting off to sleep.
0: Now I am sleepy. That is (laughs) (laughs) such a beautiful beautiful song. song. It really, really is.
3: I
2: have to say, those buttery background vocals are sung by my friend Ayo Awasika. She lives in LA. And it just every time it gets me like yeah. so, so soft.
0: <laughs> it is. And, and, you know, the ukulele does it. You, you can, you, you couldn't really do it on any other instrument because that was a ukulele you were playing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I, when I picked that, that instrument up five years ago, it just, it. I'm a drummer and a percussionist, but it just transformed my entire show. So, um, so thank you for sharing that. And what CD is that off of?
2: um is it my oh my gosh i think it's the last i think
4: it's on ridiculous nonsense (laughs) thank you and i was (laughs) no that song is so beautiful y'all and and it's on an album called ridiculous nonsense and (laughs) the most beautiful clear needed thing in the world Uh, (laughs) yeah
2: thank you james (laughs) i remember my own
0: well and if they can't if you can't remember the album then they need to buy all of your albums <laughs> and Yeah, I just pick they, one. just get just, all three. Get all <laughs> three. And, on. and again, uh if they want to do that, uh give them your website on how they can yeah. um, find your
4: music.
2: Mills dot com M I L S T R I L L S Okay.
0: And I know you 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 have to get ready to go because you do classes, but uh if there's some teachers or schools listening, they too can reach you through your website uh to hire you to do some teaching artist work and all of that. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, you know, I started this um I created a method called messy music method. Um and it's about just like well, getting messy musically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it really is about challenging those expectations of what we know to be good or bad or, you know, um, successful or not. And it Mm -hmm. focuses on process over product. And uh, I've been offering some songwriting workshops for kids ages Mm -hmm. seven to 10 for to have that messy music experience where they can really just like firm their own self-assurance and um, have a space where they could just create whatever they want to create and and have full expression of themselves. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm also offering some teacher trainings too as schools. Um, and you don't have to just be a music teacher to participate and learn some of these skills or um, approaches. But uh, actually, if you're not a music teacher, it might help you a little bit more to bring creativity into the classroom and um, really be more responsive to what children are offering and, and, and work with it in within some, you know, certain restraints that we have um but that's messy music and you can find more about that on my website too or um instagram you can message me you know just all you have to do is search mills trills and you'll find me
4: and
0: so that means you really don't have to have any musical background from your perspective if you have a heart and a desire to want to use music make sure you get in contact with mills trills and um mills trills dot com, and uh take a look at what she has reach and if you, if you're not sure just send send a message and she I know Amelia, you would love to speak with them. So um, Definitely. Uh, there's so many, so many opportunities out there. Well, I know you have to run, go teach your class. Thank you for taking the time. And thank you for two wonderful songs that we just shared with our audience. And I just look forward to uh, working with you and sharing more music with uh, our, our audience that you have put together. So thank you very much.
2: Thank you so much, Uncle Devin. Thank you, James, too. This has been thank really you. fun.
0: Thank you. See you. Bye. All right. Take care. That was Amelia Robertson with Mills Trills and um, and just so wonderful to have. But we still have Uncle Jumbo. Now, Uncle Jumbo, let's talk a little bit more. Now, you say you, you live in Houston, but you were born in San Antonio. Is that correct? That's right. Okay, yeah. Um, and like I said, uh, um, how long, and I know you've been doing the music, but when did you first decide that this is what I want to do in, in addition? I don't know if you do anything else. But um, wh- when did you first decide that, you know, you wanted to kind of do music to entertain uh, the Little
4: Feet, as we call it? I know. I love that. Global beats, <laughs> Little Feet. <laughs> so, yeah, it, there was it was really. It's hard to pinpoint um, exactly when because there were so many different events and signs that kept telling me that I need to pay attention and and. And think about making music for kids and take that thought seriously. The biggest one, of course, was my daughter. And I was super inspired uh, even before she was born, just when she was, you know, when we were pregnant and she was on her way here. I was in an incredibly creative mode and just making music and and pieces of things um, every day. And when she was born, I started to make music uh, songs based off of and inspired by the things that she was doing, like learning to crawl. That's where my song roly poly comes from. It's just being on the ground, playing with her as she's, she's crawling and falling and rolling. So (laughs) things like that. Um, There is a very cool crossover with uh, Amelia and I, we have a few points of just intersection before we even knew each other. We both performed at, at a big arts festival in Scotland the same year and we didn't know each other, but we were both there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. At French festival in Edinburgh. Wow. Yeah. I was there to perform. I was in a Shakespeare production and she was there doing her mills trills. And, but that, that show or that, that experience out there really kind of changed me as an artist. Um, But also there's another point of uh, intersection, like how she has her messy music, concept, which I love so much, one of the the things that pointed me towards really making music for kids was when I taught this workshop with a musical theater here uh, called Theater Under the Stars. And they do every time they have a new show, they do a workshop for kids with disabilities that's based off of the show that's in town at that moment. So Hamilton came to town and they wanted to do something that incorporated hip hop, and theater, and performance, and that's all part of my background, and before children's music, I was, uh, you know, I've been, I've made solo music, I've been in bands before, so uh, there's a lot of overlap, and like, who knows each other, and who knows me, and so they brought me in to do this workshop, and one of the activities that we had was to create your own song, and I took people's uh just just things i i had prompts like you know tell me about your favorite things to do what's your favorite food there was one kid he couldn't get enough of his belt buckle everybody had to see his belt buckle it was <laughs> the most amazing belt buckle in the world and of course so we took that and then like combined it with like one of the kids favorite foods about chicken tenders and we made like a belt buckle chicken tender song but it was all about just be you know just create just be you right and right. and and bring from the inside out. Don't try to try to edit it into something else. Just be you. And let's see where mm-hmm. this takes us. So after that workshop that, you know, that was one of the things I was like, man, that was an incredible time. I'm all about connection. And and we connected so much that day. So that's mm. that was one of the things along the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going back to my daughter, who, of course, was the biggest inspiration uh, we would feed her her bottle in our backyard and we have a garden there. So I would make up songs as we're feeding her. And a lot of those, of course, were based off of things that I was seeing in the garden. So that's how uh, I ended up with a whole bunch of like garden-themed songs. And I would sing them and my wife would hear them and say, oh, that's a hit. That's a hit right there. That's a hit. You need to record right. that. <laughs> I, that made me really turn to children's music and say, "Okay, well, what do I want to do with it?" You know. And once I did, I was so inspired uh, that so many ideas came to me. Once I decided to just take it seriously and, and go down that route and see where, see what would happen. And before I knew it, just knowing that I wanted to make stuff that helped kids connect and helped helped them feel themselves, helped them take their thoughts in there imaginations, uh, seriously as something with worth and value and, uh, something to help them listen to with their, with their parents, you know, something that they could, like I said before, create memories to and bond over is the good Mm -hmm. music. Um, and before I knew it, I had five albums worth of material and themes and, and songs, and I decided to focus it up just a little bit Um, Mm -hmm. And I actually have three debut albums. I released them all on the same day, September 19th, uh, 2019. And one of them is the garden-themed album, Garden Groove. Another one is a lullaby album, Songs for Dreaming. Uh, It's called Night Night. And then there is one uh, called Body Moving, which is really physical, kinetic, and just songs about... I'll tell you when that one is really inspired by seeing Esperanza Spalding perform. And oh, uh, yeah. On yeah, a, her on her on her 12 yeah. Little Spells tour. And it yeah. was cool. I hadn't heard that record before I went to the show. And that's pretty cool. Sometimes it's like not knowing anything mm-hmm. about a movie or something, you know, and yeah. get to go see it. And so mm-hmm. I went to this show and, and it just blew me away. It was incredible. And and I just love the concept of songs about different body parts. And okay. so I, I wanted to translate that down. Uh, not necessarily down, but, you know, make a form of that for children and to get them mm-hmm. to learn about their body parts, sing imaginative fun songs about that. And so that's where body movement comes from. Wow. Yeah. So well, I tell you what, and I got some more
0: questions for you, but I want to get into one of your songs because it speaks to me because, you know, I'm the children's drum cushionist. Let's do it. And you have a song uh, that's called bang your
4: drum. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that before we play. It. Yeah. So, and, and I love that, that, you talk about this a lot too, is about the history of drums and how they were used to communicate. Yes. This song, Bang Your Drum, is about being happy with yourself and and banging in a bit of confidence. Like you're talking, you are communicating to yourself. Here I am, I love me that's what bang your drum is and you're announcing it to the world too so it's powerful it's with the drums there is a line in there that's inspired by Oliver Wendell Holmes quote i'm going to paraphrase it and he says mm-hmm. that you know most people most people go their whole lives without discovering the music within them mm. and so there's a line in there don't leave that don't leave that beautiful music stuck inside you come on now, come on let right. me remind you And that's the whole thing, you know, bang your drum. That's right. Well, you know what?
0: I always say life is a drum, so beat it. And so we're going to listen to your song right here. This is Uncle Jumbo, Bang Your Drum.
1: drum play it loud right here right now deep down you just gotta believe and say i could do it come on i can do it bang your drum let's go get your blood pumping bang on your chest drum it's time to step up and get excited don't need the beautiful music stuck inside you come on come and let me remind you
0: listen to those rhythms oh my god that was nice Thank man you. i was just listening to uncle jumbo bang your drum and you're listening to we nation radio podcast uh i'm your host uncle devin the children's drum cushionist and my earlier guest was uh, amelia robinson from i keep saying robinson um but amelia from mills thrills and my current guest right now is uncle jumbo and i wanted to ask you um first of all does your uh, daughter call you Uncle Jumbo or Daddy Jumbo? <laughs> I always keep <curious> thinking about that.
4: <laughs> Man, my daughter is a character. So <laughs> she she calls me Papa. Yeah, Papa. Okay. She calls me Papa. But she, I think listening to my wife call me sometimes, if I don't answer her, get to her quickly enough, you know, she'll go from Papa, Papa, James, James. <laughs> and then she also just from watching me, Uh, Yeah. yeah, She'll say jumbo jumbo. So, and she'll even mess around and say, my name is jumbo.
0: (laughs) Now I know you, you dance, you Mm -hmm. sing, but you just uh, share something else with me that I didn't know that you were in the theater. Oh yeah. Uh, So, talk to me also about your music. What uh, do you do with the arrangements of your music?
4: Are you uh, do you you play the drum? I I don't play it. It's MIDI. It's MIDI drums. Okay, MIDI drums. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I had an experience with the drums once. I was Mm -hmm. jamming with uh, some musicians here in Houston, and I was on vocals the whole time. And they wanted to shake it up and do something else, so I hopped behind a kit and. Mm -hmm. I put out this beautiful rhythm and mm-hmm. and was singing along to it and they jumped in with their guitars and everything. And man, it was so beautiful because I'm not a drummer and it just, nope. it came out so beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And I really haven't really played much since then. It's like beating somebody like in basketball when you win and you don't let them play <laughs> again to beat <laughs> you. Like I, I'm undefeated <laughs> on the drums right now. <laughs> I'm undefeated. And uh, right. we'll see how long that lasts. But, I now I, I should pick it up more because I love to do it like I said on, on MIDI with, with beat making. And mm-hmm. uh like that song is of course uh, in the title drum, but it's just the rhythms is so heavily percussion mm-hmm. influenced and especially from right around your way with go go music. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's a big go go influence on that song, so
0: yeah. Well you know, I'm actually working on what I believe to be the first ever children's go go album.
4: Mm, and, do it.
0: Uh, so I may have to reach out to you and um uh, and Amelia and you know, I just want to try to make it uh full of love with everyone and uh now also I wanna talk to you about um calling yourself uncle. Both of us use that title yeah. as our as our name. Mm-hmm. And um um and, and what's funny for me is as I have now um people much older than me calling me Uncle Devin. I have aunts and uncles that call me
4: Uncle Devin. Yeah, that's funny. Of- same. Same. Yeah, that's funny. Know. It's really funny. I like but it.
0: But also, also from a historical standpoint, I don't know if you have um, had to deal with this, but the, the role of an uncle in the black community mm. uh, over the go. years has been so negative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um to yeah. Uncle Ben's to just the negative stereotypes that come with that. And I intentionally embraced it. I don't have any children of my own, but I have nephews and nieces and yeah. I started writing music for them. And that's how I, you know, my name came about. Um, how about for yourself? I mean, uh, and and you don't, you, you may not have a connection, you know, historically with that. But um, when you decided to call yourself Uncle Jumbo, what mm-hmm. what, what led you to that? Uh, was it something that your nephews and nieces just automatically started doing or how, yeah, did, I, how did it become? Gosh,
4: developed? I think that's such a beautiful connection. Um I I am in touch with that um, and didn't make those connections with that. Um, and I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, it comes from, it comes most directly from my nieces calling mm. me, you know, Uncle Jumbo. And, but what I've always loved about that, and it, it, it has to do with flipping that, that kind of a feeling about, in the black community, about the uncle term, is that... um well one thing you hear from parents really trying to to show their authority at times is you know like I'm not one of your little friends you know I'm right. I'm your parent and what I've always uh, felt in in a good uncle is somebody that is an older figure in your life that is somebody who you can come to for guidance and advice but right. that also does have that friend type uh, relationship with you that you can you might tell more to your uncles and your aunts um at a certain age than you do with your parents. That's you right. might you might know, you might have that. And so I I've always loved that about the uncle title. I've I've that's who I am in my family. You know I, I am yeah. one of the cool uncles and mm-hmm. it's it's just something I take pride in. And then uh zooming out a bit uh off of the personal and onto what you were talking about. I I think that that is a um, that's not something that I came into this with was um, trying to to honestly trying to change anybody's perspective. I think I came in trying to add to connection for people and for kids. But one thing that happened immediately that I saw and then, of course, had to it just became an intention as I go on with this was, yes, it's so important for our black kids uh, to our little girls and boys, but also for everybody else to be engaging with me as a grown man and uncle in this yes. positive, in this positive way. To to have somebody who you can look up to all the all of the characteristics that I just talked about is so important for to to have that in a public arena for people to see that as they grow up, and for their adults to see that. So we can right. have these positive portrayals, these positive examples of mm-hmm. of black men to look right. up to and to relate to.
0: Right, absolutely, and you know, I think that's that's the other part of it. Um, you know, is being that positive, you know, influence and having others to to, to refer to you that way. But but for me, you know, it, it's just um, you know, I, it was very intentional. I, I love the uh, the. The, the the title and it goes back to the extended the role of the extended family.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: and we talk about community. Well it's all of that. It's the aunts, the uncles, the right. cousins, uh, and the play cousins. You know, the, all of that, that. The whole village. Yeah, the whole, the village. whole village. Yeah. Yeah. And um so I, I and it, I don't know if you also noticed, but even now um in in politics, mm-hmm. the the older fee, uh black female states w statespeople states stateswomen uh, they tend to now start calling auntie, you know. Uh, yeah, of course. You of know, course. you know, and and some people don't like that. I You know, it, it, it depends on how it's how it's used and in what reference. But um, but that, again, is the the reference that we it's almost, you know, a positive endearment for for those that are there. So I, I definitely take it as a badge of honor. I love it. Yeah, to, absolutely. To, to change, like I say, the, the, the negative stereotypes. So if someone wants to reach you. Because um, I haven't shared your information yet, what's the uh-huh. best way for me to reach you and and purchase your music and and even hire you to do some work?
4: So if you want to speak directly to me, you can uh, reach out through email um, at hellounclejumbo at gmail dot com, and okay. that's hellounclejumbo and all of my social media sites, uh, including my website. It's all hellounclejumbo. So hellounclejumbo okay. at Instagram at Facebook. Um, and all of that. And my music is, is everywhere. You know, you can, you can buy it um, online and I also have physical um, copies that I'll be releasing on my website soon. So yeah. Okay. Hello, Uncle Jumbo everywhere.
0: Okay. Well, listen, I I want to thank you for taking some time to be a part of the podcast and sharing your wonderful music and your wonderful story. Um, And we gonna have to do it again. And like I say, I look forward to collaborating with you as well. Cause I, uh, just just hearing your story, I already feel that connection. I felt it before, but I definitely feel it now. That's beautiful. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna connect and we're gonna keep doing what we do to to, to uh bring this music that yeah. is necessary to to the entire world, but Absolutely. definitely to to the different communities. So thank you again so much. Thank you. Uh, thank for, you for having for me. I'm right sorry. Yeah, that's okay. And also to all of those that took the time to listen thank you for taking a little time and checking us out this is the we nation radio podcast you can check us out and we're on pretty much all uh, podcast platforms uh, or you can just go to we with two e's uh, and click on podcast and you can download any episode listen i'm your host uncle devin and we're gonna sign off now but just remember as i mentioned earlier that life is a drum. So beat it.